Get ready. Hello and welcome to College Talk. It is your host, Beth Brandon, um, and we are here today with another podcast about college readiness and access. Uh, last time I mentioned um, that last podcast about moving in was going to be the last podcast that I was doing for the class of 2019 um, because now they're the class of 20. 23 or four or five or however long it takes whatever you're doing is awesome could be sooner if you're doing a certificate program you know all that good stuff um but we have officially switched to doing podcasts for class of 2020 and you're all gonna thank me for this uh because you can use it for your class motto uh ready class of 2020 we have the vision boom that's pure gold class model gold right there. Anyone tells you different, they're wrong. Um, but today we're going to talk about uh, what you can do now before you're elbow deep in uh, sports and homecoming and homework and all of those things um, as that starts up in the fall. If you can believe it, it is mid-August. I mean, we're like smack dab right in the middle of August. I have no idea how we got there. Um, whoa. So what can you do? Basically, I'm, I'm going to talk a quick breakdown. So, you know, I'm going to talk about the two paths that you can kind of go based on where you're at right now. Um, and then after that, I'm going to talk about other things and just Michigan things in relation to, um, college access, applying for college, paying for college, etc. So, First things first, you don't have your list of colleges that you think you want to apply to yet. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm going to throw a little shade. You had all summer. Uh, I was hoping you'd have your list ready by now, but it's okay if you don't. Here's what I'm going to recommend you do. Jump online. Go to bigfuture.collegeboard.org slash college hyphen search. Again, that's bigfuture.collegeboard.org slash college hyphen search. Um, last week I talked about that Google folder with all those resources. Don't you fret. I will um, put a sheet in with links to various college resources so you can basically have access to that <clears throat> whenever is going to work best for you. You're going to go there, type in uh, they have like a, a search engine so you can click on and like make it as focused as you want. You can say what state you want to be in. You can say what major you want to be looking for. Um, you can talk about all those different things and use it to figure out all that fun stuff. So like if you want there to be a radio station that you can be a part of, that's something you can search for. If you want there to be a marching band, if um, you're looking for a specific major, those are all different things that you can put in. Uh, it'll help you find colleges that match those search criteria. So from there, um, and, and, you know, that could be an associate's degree, I believe, you know, all of the above. So, you know, even if you're looking for like auto mechanic associate's degree or certificates, I would, you know, use that to check that out there. Otherwise, I would say use the good old Google. 
um, and go straight to the college you're thinking about. So like one I love to recommend for auto mechanics is Macomb Community College. Um, they have really cool like internships as a part of their program. All you would have to do to see what is what is type in Macomb Community College auto program and it'll pull up searches for you, um, which is awesome. And you can kind of use that to direct uh, the way that you want to go. You could do that for, you know, Delta Community College or Delta College or, um, you know, Bay Mills, you know, Community College, whatever part of Michigan you're in. If there's a community college near you, type in that. Maybe it's CNA. Maybe it's, you know, Associate of Arts Based for transfer. Whatever you're looking at, that's a great way. If you don't find it on that college search tool, type in the name of that college and whatever program you're interested in. More than likely, it'll be able to pull it up for you. Um, so once you've found a list of colleges you're interested in, you need to start pulling from that. I recommend four. Four is a great number. Like four is awesome. Um, I would say one reach school two target schools and one safety school. So what I mean by that is that reach school is you might not fully fit the criteria. Maybe your GPA is lower, but your test score is pretty close. Apply to that school and you never know what could happen, right? Something might work out where they're like, yes, this is, this is the kind of student we're looking for. This is what we want. So I would try that out. Um, two target schools are you fall pretty well into the um, requirements, you know, maybe your test scores are above what you need and your GPA is right on the cusp, or maybe you're both, they both sit squarely in there. There's a pretty darn good chance, um, that you're going to get in, but also that you're going to be challenged academically, socially, etc. at this school. Um, it's where you're going to do a lot of growth, but you're never going to be to the point where you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm stressed. Right. Um, it's just about pushing yourself a little bit into that learning zone, a little bit out of your comfort zone. Um, and then I would say one safety, so that's going to be a school that you know you're going to get into you, or you know you can afford because um, sometimes that reach target safety isn't just about grades, but it's also about affordability. Um, and so keep that in mind, too, as you're looking at those schools. You should be able to see what tuition and financial aid and all that stuff kind of looks like a snapshot of that through that program. Um, they'll show you diversity and all sorts of things. So it's, it's really nice that, that college search tool on collegeboard.org. Basically, um, everything I'm going to say for path two, once you have that list together, is going to apply to you. So buckle up because we're about to start rolling on the actual work. So you have your list of colleges now. What do you do? I would recommend going back to the old Google machine. If you use Bing, I guess that's, you know, your choice um, or, or any other search program or search uh, engine, I should say. Um, jump on there and type in the name of your school and admissions. You want to go to their admissions page to see what you need to apply. Do you need an essay? Do you need to come and do an on-campus interview? You know, what does that look like? Do they use the Common App or the Coalition App? I'm going to go through all that. But the best way to figure out what you need and to make sure that you are on target and on track for getting your application in on time is to go directly to that school's admissions website because every single school does it differently. They might all be similar, but they might have different deadlines. So like Western has November 1st for their um, scholarships. Oakland doesn't have that. 
that deadline, right? You can apply to Western after November 1st and that's fine. Um, but you might, you you probably won't get those merit scholarships. Whereas Oakland doesn't have that. MSU has that early action, um, deadline of November 1st where when you, and so does MSU or U of M, when you apply by November 1st, you find out earlier. Um, and, and sort of sometimes you even kind of get into like second round chance for your application to go through. So instead of just being like, denied or waitlisted, it's your application would be put off until the next round of applications and they'll compare you to the second round of students. Um, and I, I, sometimes I, I don't, you know, I don't know. There's blogs that say both and either way, but having it in by that early deadline does make you look more organized, more focused and more dedicated. Um, like I said, there's people on both sides of that argument in blogs about college access all over. Some people think it matters. Some people think uh, it doesn't. Same thing with early decision. That is where you know you're going to that school. So you apply super early by their deadline. And if you get accepted, you're going there. does not matter. You don't know anything about financials, whatever. But if you're accepted, you're going. That's what early decision means. So only apply early decision to one school. So that's regular decision, early action, and early decision. So again, early action is you apply early, you find out earlier. Um, sometimes you get back into a second round of um, application reviews rather than just being waitlisted or denied. Early decision is, I know that this is a school for me. This is where I want to go. I'm going to go here no matter what. And if you apply and you get accepted, that's where you're going. And final. Okay. So you've gone to the website. You've figured out all the deadlines. You know what you need to do. The next step is to start the application. They might have uh, an application on site. They might use the coalition application or the common app. Um, here's my advice on that. If, say, you're applying to Western Michigan University, which you can do on the common app, or they have an app through their or an application through their website, and you're applying to Oakland and you're applying to Eastern, and you're applying to Fair State. So I, I believe, unless they've added into the Common App, and they could have because it switches every year, um, but I haven't haven't researched that. I probably should have. Um, but if Western's the only one on the Common App, I would recommend doing their application um, on their page because you actually have to kind of do more things on the Common App than you would in just their application on their school admissions page. However... If you're applying to Wayne State, uh, MSU, uh, Western, and maybe like an out-of-state school like Ohio State, um, and maybe U of M, and they, all of those are on the Common App, do the Common App um, for Western too, because all the stuff that you've had to fill out for every other school, you can just swoosh, send that right away, and um, it's just it's so many less steps. Um, so one thing to remember on the Common and Coalition app is just because you can do one application and send it to many schools, every school is still going to have their own fee price. Um, so do be prepared for that. Uh, in October, that's Michigan College Month, if you live in Michigan and you have a college advisor um, or a college counselor or just your counselor in general, Ask them if they know what schools have free admission during October, um, because some of them do. Some of them have free admission all year round. Um, I believe Lake Superior State University has it. Um, Oakland University has it. Um, apply, you know, 
those schools don't charge admission all year round. Um, I know doing the college advisor thing, there were a few schools that um, did not charge uh, application fees um, during the month of October only. So it might not be a bad idea to wait um, if it's some of those rolling admission schools and you can get it in before November 1st. If you do it in October, it might cost you less. Um, but if you want to get them done early, just make sure you know what those fees are going to look like. Okay, second, the essays. Um, you can see what the prompts are on the applications if you start now. And I highly, 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 that's incredibly just, there's a lot of oomph behind my recommendation here. Recommend starting those now before you get super busy. Here's the kicker. If you have them done by the time school starts, you can get them into your English teacher before they are grading a million other papers for class. Um, because remember, sometimes your English teachers don't just teach senior courses. They might teach other courses for lower grades. Um, and so they might be doing totally different curriculum. So just because you're not doing a paper in your class doesn't mean they're not doing a paper with ninth grade English and they have to grade all those too. So if you want them to do or designate a lot of time to it or make sure they have enough time to do it, getting it to them earlier is way, way, way better. Um, so start those essays right now. Um, you want to have them proofread, like I said, by a teacher. Earlier is better. I'd have them proofread by a family member. And last but not least, have your friend proofread them and have them be blatantly honest with you and say like, that doesn't sound like you. That sounds like your mom, because if your friend can tell, so can a college admissions person. It's just the way it is. Um, make up a resume so that you can have letters of recommendation. Uh, those requests are going to be a lot easier if you have something to give along with that. I know the counseling office that I was at, both of them, they had forms that you could fill out um, to give people writing letters of recommendations a better idea of what all you've been doing, maybe out in the community. Maybe they know you're a rock star at school, but they might not know that you walk dogs every Saturday for the local Humane Society. It's great for them to say that on top of everything else that you do, here you are doing this on, on you know outside of school too because it's something you're passionate about. Um, so it's a great idea to have a resume or a worksheet that kind of shows all the activities that you do, whether they're in school or out of school. Um, and finally, make a list of all the deadlines. And you ready for this? Put them in the phone in your calendar. Like I, I 100% love planners. And if you're a planner person, do that too. But like having a notification pop up on your phone, like set it for two days or something before it's due. Um, or put in another event two days before that deadline and having that show up on your phone, I mean, that's fantastic because I don't look at a planner every day. I don't look, but I do look at my phone every day and I see those notifications and I use that for work. That's a pro tip for like five ever in life. Um, I use that for work to make sure that I'm staying on schedule and on track. I use reminders and my calendar to make sure that I'm getting this podcast done and out on time. Um, because there's, there's a lot of things as you move out of high school that you're going to have to start juggling and taking your senior year to start finding ways to be organized and creating time management, um, successful time management solutions for you is going to be huge because all of a sudden you're going to have 30 hours of studying outside of classes plus the time that you're in classes plus friends who want to hang out with you plus maybe a job um, plus you know family expectations. Um, you might have outside readings on top of studying 
you know, maybe you're doing tutoring, maybe, you know, whatever, right? There's a million and one things happening. Figure out the ways that you can be the most organized right now so that um, it's it's not coming back to bite you later because that first semester can be a huge wake-up call in terms of, wow, I am only able to get done like three things a week because I left myself not enough time. Um, and it's a bummer when you have to say no to going and getting a slice of pizza with friends or going to see the new movie that just came out because you will fail a class if you don't get that paper in the next day. So don't let yourself get into that position. Um, cause, cause it is, I mean, it, it sucks to be able to not like do stuff and have free time and always be playing catch up, um, on your work. It's just not a fun way to go through life, college, like work life later, etc. Um, you want to be able to enjoy your free time and have free time. And the best way to do that is to get things done early and, um, get things done. So you're not feeling stressed about them all the time. You have enough time to not be stressed. That's like the biggest, best life advice I can give at this point. So putting your deadlines in your phone, all of that to say, put those deadlines in your phone calendar, use reminder. Um, if you have Android and you don't have an app that syncs up to your, your calendar, like, um, I have reminders built into my iPhone and on my iPhone calendar. I have it synced up to my personal Google calendar, my work Google calendar. And, um, you know, I put in like family events. So I've got all of those things kind of organized. If you don't have that, you have an Android. Um, I highly recommend Moleskin. And if you're nerdy like me and you like carrying notebooks and like writing stuff or doodling is like when you're just out and about, Moleskin makes those really great notebooks. They make them in a variety of sizes. It's a little bougie, but I love it. They actually have a, um, I think there's some in-app purchases, but they have like a free suite of, um, apps that you can get. Um, Time pages is their calendar. Actions is like a digital to-do list. And then finally, I believe it's called Flow. Um, is like if you have a stylus and like maybe a, a tablet um, or, you know, even your phone, if you have like a, a iPhone Plus or like larger Samsung or whatever, um, you can actually write your notes out or draw different assignments like outlines if, if mind mapping is what you do best um, for note taking. You can do all that stuff on there too and they'll all kind of like sync up and they're linked. Um, and so you can put stuff from your actions from your to-do list. If you set a deadline for it, it should show up on your calendar, those time pages app. Um, so that could be a really, really great way um, to make sure that things are kind of staying all together um, and staying all um, organized. And honestly, I looked at the apps. They look gorgeous. So very streamlined, very cool, very modern. Um, so that could be a good route to go. Okay. Other important things. I mentioned those college application fees and you've got Wayne State, which is like, I think 25, right? So not amazing, but not the best. Maybe you just, you know, skip going out to dinner with the pals or the BFGF, um, right? For, for like a month and you use those $25 for a college application. Okay. Um, but some schools are more like $45, $50, $60, et cetera. So, um, if you fall into a few different categories, if you've been in foster care, if you're under guardianship of a legal guardian, if you're on free and reduced lunch, um, if you've been a part of a, a couple different programs, um, there are these forms, it's called the NACAC 
fee waiver. That's N-A-C-A-C fee waiver. Um, your counselor should know about them. And if not, you can Google NACAC fee waiver. Um, your counselor can fill it out and you can turn it into um, the college or university's admissions offices um, and they can actually waive your fee. So you do have to be a part of a specific program. Not just everyone can get them, um, but that is definitely part of it. And fun fact, if you qualify for a NACAC fee waiver, more than likely you qualify for a free SAT or free ACT fee waiver as well. So if you took the free one in the spring, you got your scores back and you're like, you know what? I came to school with a really bad cold or like the stomach flu or whatever, because I knew I needed to do the SAT. First of all, don't come to school with the stomach flu because it's not nice to anyone else. Um, but if you need to retake it and the cost is something that you're worried about, um, check in, especially if you're free and reduced lunch or any of the other things that I mentioned, uh, there's a great chance that you can get a fee waiver for the SAT and ACT and be able to retake it on a Saturday, which I know is the most fun. Um, but a couple thousand dollars extra in merit scholarships is way worth the Saturday morning. Um, deadlines for scholarships can differ per school. So like I said earlier, WMU has like November 1st. I think MSUs is like kind of on the same page. Some schools are in May. Some schools are in June. Um, some schools maybe are like in February in terms of merit scholarships. Make sure that you know that deadline. Um, and if, if maybe you're like not sure on a school and you haven't started the application process, um, it's a really great idea to have um, the deadline floating around in the back of your head so you can say, you know what, it's now or never if I think I might want to go to the school I should apply so I can make sure I can get those merit scholarships. Um, but for schools you are really focused on, if you know it's going to be a busy fall, have those deadlines out in front of you right now so you know that you need to take your SAT at least a month and a half earlier or before that deadline. So if it's a November 1st deadline, I would recommend taking your SAT in September. Um, so you don't have a ton of time to sign up for that. So keep that in mind. And, um, usually they're getting a background two weeks now with the online scores. So there's a chance that you could take it in October, but it's pushing it. Um, but you do want to have your application in at least, I think you can update your scores with a lot of places if you let them know you're retaking it. Um, but you want to be doing any of those retakes, um, getting all those scholarship or application materials in, um, by those deadlines before those deadlines if possible. Okay, we're on to the just Michigan things. So there's two, it's not specifically college application related, um, but it is focused again on helping you achieve um, different financial aspects of college. So one that I really want to focus on is um, the tuition incentive program. It's also called TIP. Um, I think as soon as you're eligible, the state of Michigan, and that's M-I-S-S-G, and I'm going to reference that a few times. That stands for Michigan, uh, M-I-S-S-G, Michigan Student Scholarships and Grants, I believe. Um, and they, I don't think they get enough like press, but they offer some really amazing things like scholarships for if your parents were like firefighters or police officers or veterans, um, all sorts of things. And this, you know, working for people now who are not from the state of Michigan, um, these kind of scholarships are not offered other places. So it's, they're kind of a big deal, um, which is kind of cool to hear. Um, but what I want to talk about is the tuition incentive program or TIP. Basically, if you have been on Michigan Medi 
Medicaid or Medicare um, as, you know, from the age of like ooh, 12 or so. Um, honestly, even maybe before that, but for two out of three consecutive years. Um, so say it was 12 months here, eight months here and four months here, but it all happened within a three year period. Um, that is going to make you eligible for the tuition incentive program. What does that mean for you? Um, it's huge. Basically, in district, an associate's degree will be covered. So in district, great example of that. If you live in St. Clair County, St. Clair County Community College would be in district for you. If you live in Wayne County, Wayne County Community College would be for you. If you live in Kalamazoo County, Kalamazoo Valley Community College. Um, so those are options. Those are going to be the, the tuition and fees for those are going to be like covered by tip. If you live out of district, they're still going to cover a huge chunk of it. Often I have found with students who are eligible for tip, they're also eligible for some part of the Pell Grant. Um, and that usually covers the rest of it. That Pell Grant can then be used to pay for books. Um, if you need a new laptop, parking pass, etc., to make sure that you're ready um, and you have all those, I, I don't want to say academic extras because they are like a necessity, but all those academic materials that are going to help you be really successful, that Pell Grant can help out with that because you're not worried about the tuition. Um, here's the kicker. There are a few schools in Michigan where you can actually use phase one at a four-year university. Um, that includes Fair State University, Lake Superior State, um, Northern Michigan University, and I believe Michigan Tech. So Michigan Tech and Northern don't have as many options as LSSU and Ferris, and Ferris State has the most options by far. Most of their bachelor's degrees have an associate's degree that kind of connects to it. So you can go there for all four years and use TIP phase one and have a huge chunk of your tuition paid. Um, and that, and then any Pell Grant scholarships, et cetera, that you get from Ferris would be stackable on top of that. So say you're crushing it and you get like their biggest merit scholarship, plus you have Pell Grant, plus you have that tuition incentive program. That's going to cut a huge cost off of living, et cetera. Um, the second year, if you can become an RA and those living costs are covered, you know, whatever that's going to look like, that room and board cost. I mean, you can make college really affordable if, if you work for it like that. Um, if you're thinking community college or certificate program, associate's degree, it's all you need. Heck yeah. And you're eligible for tip, do it. Here's the other thing. If you're planning on going into work right after college or right after high school and you're not thinking about college, still fill out the tip form because, and this, I need you to listen like teachers, parents, students, tell your friends this. I'm serious. I, this is like, I, this is a hill that I will climb up, stand on and just wait until I can make anyone who walks by listen. Like this is my soapbox of soapboxes. Fill out the darn form because you have up to four years after you use it or after you fill it out to use tip. You don't have to go in directly after like a merit scholarship or something. So let's say um, Sally here knows that she wants to go work at um, a machining shop and she's doing a really good job, um, but all of a sudden they get in these new robots, these new machines, and she realizes, you know, I could make so much more money if I could be on those machines. I just need like a certificate in this. And if I could also get a certificate in computer aided design or CAD, all of a sudden, like, boom, I could be making, you know, $20 an hour instead of like 15. And that's a huge, 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 huge pay increase. Right. Um, and that degree 
cost will be covered with tip. But if you don't fill out the form during your senior year, you can't, ha- you can't fill it out in those four years afterwards. You have to have it filled out and then you can use it. So fill it out because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. You, maybe you never use it. Maybe you never have to. But why on earth would you not give yourself the option, right? That's the best thing that we have in life is the control and the opportunity to create options and chances for ourselves. Give yourself that chance. Even if you never use it, at least you have the option. You have the freedom to use it. So make sure you're filling it out. Um, email me at college or podcast college talk at gmail.com. If you don't know how to find it, I will help you find it. I'll let you know what you need to fill it out. I will help you with that. I am so like such a big tip fan. I cannot even <laughs> like, I, I get riled up about it. Okay. Um, big thing with tip is that you have to do the FAFSA. So like, say you don't use it for like two years after high school, that second year, you're still going to have to fill out the FAFSA to use it. If you're using it right out of high school, you have to do the FAFSA and you won't get access to it unless you do the FAFSA. Um, that opens October 1st. There's going to be a whole nother episode all about the 2020, uh, 2021 FAFSA. So don't you fret. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is the Michigan competitive scholarship. This is another Michigan grant. Um, if you scored a 1200 or higher on your SAT, um, basically you just call MISSG and, um, they will, I think you just tell them like your, like social security number and your name and they actually will, um, that's like the application process. It's super chill. So it's 1200 on your SAT or higher. Um, and I want to let you all know how to get to the MISSG, um, student portal. Cause that's where you need to go to. That's going to be, and that link is going to be in the same, uh, thing as the college board. I'm going to make a document in our folder that I talked about last week. Um, so that's www.michigan.gov slash MI student aid slash zero comma four six three six comma seven dash three seven two dash eight nine zero one three dash 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 comma zero zero dot html and don't worry like i said i'm going to put that in the description um, as well as in the folder so that you can use it basically you go to the missg student portal you're going to create an account um the link for that says if you're first time accessing basically it's sentence that's where you go to create an account you're going to use that to to sign in um, you can also just Google MISSG and you can actually go to um, their page, which is just, let's see here, um, excuse me, their homepage, which is just www.michigan.gov slash MISTudentAid. And um, they have a students and family section. If you're a high school counselor or teacher listening to this, college aid administrators, it talks about student loan repayments and then savings and plannings. If you're a parent and you have a young child and you're listening to this, you could start a, um, a Michigan college savings account um, and kind of save some money and plan in that way. And there's like three different versions. Um, 
So I would check out that website. I would check out your options, do your darn tip, do your darn FAFSA, um, and start on those application processes now. Cause I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier to get ahead than it is to catch up when you're behind. All right. That was a lot of yammer yammering from me. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, if there's a topic that you're like, I need to know, dang it, Beth, I need to know. Um, that's podcast college talk at gmail.com. Let me know how I'm doing. Um, and yeah, the link for the Google folder will be in the description. That is newer. It's got all sorts of good stuff on there. Um, check it out. Enjoy it. Um, if you're a parent, if you're a student in high school, if you're a student in college, um, there's all sorts of stuff. And uh, I guess quick reminder for class of 2019, you have to do your FAFSA for next year also in October. So keep that in mind as you move forward. Um, gosh, thank you for hanging out with me. We're coming up on, I mean, we've been doing this for half a year now, a little over that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited to hit a hit a year with you all. So reminder, it is only by it's bi-monthly or bi-weekly now. So just twice a month instead of every week. Um, and I am starting a new podcast for those of you who are in college. It's called Be the Burrito. Um, I just recommend listening to the podcast whenever it comes out. It'll probably be in September sometime um, to understand the metaphor. Um, but check that out. It's got a, it's all about tips and tricks and skills for succeeding in college, academically, socially, etc. Um, yeah. So thank you for joining me. Um, as always, it has been my, my pleasure to talk to you on Get ready. College Talk. Get ready.